0: Thank you for listening to this episode of the Bird Gang Podcast. Alex Turner here. Don't forget, you can find us on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify Podcasts. All you got to do is go in the search bar, type in Bird Gang. Here we cover everything Eagles, and we truly bleed green. So without further ado, let's go ahead and get on to the episode.
1: Oh, it's the Bird Gang Podcast. Oh, yeah. It's the you crazy You
2: want Philly, right, Philly? Philly special. Ready? Here we go, here we go. Tonight. Easy, easy. Out, kill, kill. Blame, blame. crazy
1: man you know who it is we're a game podcast of nc we in the building three biggest philadelphia eagles fans known to man i'm your host les jennings i got my two dogs with me man alex a money turner and Stephen sb boyd we're here to bring you the newest the latest eagles content man first off i'm gonna let my man a money get in there introduce himself hey how you doing buddy big homie les what's good Hey man, same old stuff, brother. Just another day in Eagles Land. You know how it is. I know another another day uh in Howie's world. You feel me? Yes. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. And and, and and all the listeners, man, I want y'all to welcome the newest member um of the Bird Gang Podcast of NC, AJ. He is joining us today as well. Alex Jr., man, going on what, two months now, right, Alex? That's right. He uh
0: you might, you know, guys, you know, uh uh listeners out there if you hear a little cooing. It's my main <laughs> man, my Mr. Man, uh AJ, but he he's practicing his podcast voice, you know what I'm saying, cuz he's going he's going to be joining the show as he gets older. So uh but yeah, so um he, he's he's doing good, man. 2 months and strong and looking like the next uh Eagles, looking like the next Eagle star QB.
1: Okay, that's what I like to hear. I, right. I, I, I like to hear it, man. And y'all know what it is. Y'all hear that that voice in the background. You know that pit bull. You know who it is.
2: Stephen Espy, boy. What up, brother? Yo, you know the vibes. Hey. Uh, like, yeah, man, just out here living the life. Um, getting COVID shots
1: today. Um, oh, yeah. nice. That's right. That's yeah. right, man. How you feeling it's today? Good.
2: Oh, I'm just a little sore, but it's all good. Yep.
1: Gotcha, 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 man. I like that. I gotcha, gotcha, man. That's awesome stuff, man. So we're all glad to be back. And um, today we got a jam-packed show for you guys. We're going to go over. I know on now, of course, the trade happened. Of course, in, in case you have been living under a rock, the Eagles traded to pick number 12 with the Miami Dolphins after they traded with the San Francisco 49ers. Um, so in that trade, the Eagles acquired pick, pick 12, pick number 123, which is an early fourth rounder, which we did not have previously. And we secured a 2022 first round pick. Um, so we're going to go ahead and jump into it. Um, but before that, just a few little transaction news and notes. Um, the Eagles did resign. Um, Boston Scott and Greg Ward earlier this week, so we're going to talk about
2: Yeah, well um, starting off with Greg Ward, I do believe he is our most experienced receiver that we have on yeah. yeah even though he's a very young player himself but um, he is our most experienced receiver so he can help with the transition and he's versatile, he's a former quarterback so like I said, I like, I like having him around for gadget plays trick plays, he He has a lot of versatility, so we can always use him in multiple facets. And also, too, just for the fact that he has good chemistry with Jalen Hurts. They are both from the Houston area. and They're even talking about themselves being friends and everything like that. So just a little bit of continuity just to bring back. Because even if we do bring in more receivers, everybody's going to be young. So just even though he's only about 25, 26 himself, he he could – really would be the veteran voice in the wide receiver room right now. Now, Absolutely. Now, as far as Boston Scott, it's good to have him – to bring him back. Um, He'll probably – depending on if we draft running backs or not, that will probably determine um, where he ends up falling on the depth chart. But as of right now, it's just um, Sanders, him, and I think Killings and Holyfield, I believe. So – so, we'll see what we do with the draft and how everything else shakes out and who makes the team and who doesn't. But right now, he's really our running back, too. And he has been pretty, he has done a pretty good job as a third down back.
1: Alex, jump in there tell me what you think, buddy.
0: You know, Boston Scott, what can I say? You know, he's a giant killer. He's the uh, X factor for some, for some reason whenever we do play the Giants, but I don't think that's enough. Um, you know, he, he has a particular skill set. That the Eagles use him for, I think he kind of had a down season compared to the year before, um, mm-hmm. but you know it's 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 to be expected a little bit. Um, the other guys behind him, Killings and and, and, and um, uh, Holyfield, I don't know if they're going to get a really good shot. I think the Eagles look to find someone in the draft, and um, I'll, I'll brush on that a little later. Um, but um, you know, I would have maybe got rid of him, but. I can see why the Sixers or Sixers, excuse me, the Sixers on my You know, and B's coming back. You know, but anyways, um, I, I can um see why the Eagles did bring him back. I mean, it isn't a terrible choice. I think he does offer something to the team, but um, you know, Ward is definitely a good move because you know they talked about um, who was it? Adding Kaplan said talked about the uh, moving Rager to the mm-hmm. slot. If that does happen then it doesn't make sense to keep Ward around um, because he primarily played in a slot. So I don't know, man, both of them are a little, a little tricky to me. I think as SB said, him being the pretty much only vet we got and his rapport with Jalen might go a long way. It might be the reason why, but there might be some cuts later on. I mean, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if one of them didn't make the final 53 man roster. So we'll see, you know, um, I, I think, they're not bad moves, but at the same time, they're um, moves
1: that can easily be, be changed. Yeah, true, very true. So, yeah, um, great points by both of you guys, as usual. Um, I like Boston Scott, um, and one of the main things I like about him, Alex alluded to, he is definitely the giant killer, and I'm always good with that, always good with that. Um, so he's cool, but he he, he is a third Back. He should not be splitting carries with Miles Sanders. So they need to still need a number two back. So hopefully that's in the plans going forward. Um, Greg Ward, I think he has great chemistry with Jalen Hurts. Um, So that was a good sign. I think he had what, three or four touchdowns with uh, Jalen Hurts the last four games?
2: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, So,
1: um, you know, maybe Hurts had, you know, that could be something for us, but we'll see. How that goes, but I do like G Ward, man. He's he, he's come up clutch for us a lot. So he's he's good to go. Um and, and that's just how I feel about it. But that's okay. Forget all of that. We're gonna now get into the meat of this podcast. The new and improved mock draft. And ladies and gentlemen, we're only going to do rounds one through four today um, because we want to really talk about the picks that theoretically can make the most impact from day one. All right. So we're going to go just picks one through four. And that's how we're going to start it off today. So, Alex, man, I'm going to have you start off round one for us. Tell me who is your first pick at number 12 in our revised mock draft. (laughs) <laughs> appreciate that
0: homie um you know with this mock draft because it's a little short i, I think we're going to fancy it up a little bit um we're going to make sure we have all the the sounds and noises of the actual draft so we're going to be queuing in a little uh um after every uh as we announce the pick a little nfl draft uh espn pick noise that they you know that uh sounded that didn't do i can't i can't do it but you Y'all know what I'm talking about out there, so um, we'll we'll be adding that to give it some dramatic effect. So, all right, with the first pick in the 2021 NFL Draft, the Philadelphia Eagles select Micah Parsons, linebacker at a Penn State. Now, this pick is simple, man. We we need a linebacker. We haven't had solid linebacker play in a very long time. This move back is probably a good indicator i think of you know i talked about it with you guys i think they have their eye on their big board as a few guys kyle pitts was one jamar chase was one and zach wilson was one okay they weren't able to get zach wilson with their first pick um their original location they were at with the sixth pick then he realized by doing a little bit of research they're probably not going to get uh, Pitts or chase due to um, other teams them performing very well and um, not being able to move up or anything like that. So sliding down, I think was to get a guy like Micah. I think that that was a, probably their next person on the board. So I like him. He's a freak of nature, man. If y'all haven't seen him, he's he's fast. Okay, he's gonna basically be one of the best players on the defensive side of the ball. Um, and what's gonna happen too is him is him being able to cover and rush and all those those great things he can add to the team is that the corner play will get better so you know there's a lot of good things about bringing him in there's some questions about you know some off the field stuff but i think he i think he's gonna be one of those guys where um once he gets into the nfl and gets into the system gets into the eagles family a lot of that's going to get better and a lot of that's going to change so micah with the first pick and the and the um or twelfth
1: twelfth round, or twelfth selection. All right, good stuff. Good stuff, man. S B, what are your thoughts? Talk to me. Yeah.
2: Man, Alex man, I would have I would have loved to have made that pick along with you, but he is gone in my mind draft. He went eleven to the Giants. Yeah. Yeah. My, my, God. yeah. You know, they better not. They better and They, not they want it. to. I got a homeboy who's a Jazz fan. Who, he want. They want him badly too. So I hope that doesn't happen. But ironically, for whatever reason, this and this, is my, you know, as you, I don't know if y'all look at some of the other picks that go ahead of us. But sometimes you see some crazy stuff. Like in my pick, I have they have Dallas picking Jalen Waddle at ten. <laughs> if they did that, I would laugh so hard. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. They
0: they they, they would
2: screw themselves um, like going off. But at yeah. twelve, on my. On, on my um I have the top three available are very tough to pick. We have Rashawn Slater, who is could be tackle or guard. He's rated very highly. Even though offensive line is not necessarily a pressing need for us, if we could get someone of that caliber and play that guard, that <laughs> that'll make that'll make a a, really, a strength of the team once again. And also I have Sertane and Horn available. Too so I'm kind of waffling between Sertain and Horn right now, and I'm gonna go with Sertain. Even though I love JC Horn and everything, I love all his measurables and everything he's been showing, but I'm gonna go with with Patrick Sertain at twelve because just because of the film, what he's what he did at Alabama, shutting down all those guys, and the pedigree of Alabama cornerbacks, Nick Saban coaches them himself, and. He makes sure they get out and Alabama has produced a lot of high draft picks, as well as as well as productive NFL corners. So I'm gonna go with Patrick Satan at twelve.
1: Great pick. Great pick, man. You you, you yeah, definitely Good Alex, pick. I like your pick as well, man. I just wish we had like three or four multiple first round picks back to back. This is tough, man. Michael Parsons, Sertain. Slater, I mean, it's just a, it's everything. Waddle, um, all, um, Devontae, you say Smith? Um, I Devontae like Smith. Smith. I, I'm, I'm coming around more on him. But if you're asking me to choose between both receivers, I'm gonna take Waddle. Um, I like Waddle better than Smith, but Smith is still a beast. Um,
0: Smith has the Heisman, and he's got, all yeah, the, the like you, like, a, you know, it's just that weight, that weight, that weight is what. Yeah, but I like about
2: Smith. Yeah, it was not the I cut you off, but The thing I like no, about you good? You good. Is the he's such a precise route runner, and he has sure hands. The ball comes around him; he's going to catch it. He's that Marvin Harrison comparison. It's like, even though he's not Jamar Chase, he could be that number one receiver that could set everything right. Just they
0: they they would have different styles of play. Yeah, Yeah,
1: yeah. I I like I like Smith. The thing the thing about it with him, and this is my opinion. I have a good friend of mine who listens to the show, man, who um, I get all of my check from as far as any SEC player that I want to know about and get the background. Uh, Shout out to my guy, brother to me, Dwayne Bosby, out of Atlanta, Georgia, huge SEC guy. He knows every player, everything about them, what they do well, what they don't do well. Shout out to my guy, like a brother to me. Um, He and I were talking yesterday about Devontae Smith, And here's my thoughts on him, man. You know, if you draft him, he's really limited. Well, let me not say limited. He will shine in the Y position or the Z. So people who don't know, that's the second wide receiver, and that's in your slot, okay? The X is more of your number one wide receiver that faces press or faces the the opposing team's number one defense, right? And like Alex said, a lot of Smiths... Number one, one, one correct. So, like Alex said, you know, there is some concern about his weight and being able to get physical with Smith and kind of neutralize that. So, if a team brings him in and they put him on a Z, because the same concerns were with Deshaun Jackson when he came out of Cal. um, And D-Jack was actually smaller than him. So... That's actually a good right. But comparison. see, Andy knew, hey, man, I'm going to play him in the v to, the number two where he lines up off the line of scrimmage. They can't get a jam on him, and he's good. So if a team brings him in like that, then yeah. But a team like the Eagles, if you're kind of searching for that X, which I don't think you should. I think Travis Fogel can, can do it. But if we're looking for an X, man, I don't think he would fit with us very well. But with that being said, he's not even – I'm not even picking him. He's still on the board, but I'm not going there. I'm going cornerback JC Horn out of South Carolina. Gamecock. I knew, he was gonna go um, I knew he's going to go. I knew he's going to go. I can tell yeah, you, like, it. Him a yeah, lot. yeah, I definitely, I, I love his game. Um, he's very versatile, and I'll yeah. give you a clue to my second round pick. He can play inside and outside, so you have that. Um, he can also be your number one corner. So whenever Slay moves on, that. That position is already on the roster, so I like him a lot, man. He he's there, mm. and that's just that's just my guy. So now you got a corner opposite Slay, who is a number one. He can be a one B, okay? Yeah, you got right, two man, number one right. corners that can both play man and zone, and that mm. helps, right that helps both out play. the defense. And that, that's that's where that's where it is for right now. So. Those are our picks and thanks you guys for listening. That was our that's gonna conclude our first round. We're gonna go ahead and jump into our second round pick, pick number thirty seven. Okay. SB, it's your turn to lead this one off.
2: Okay, so um on my draft, I'm looking at everybody who I have available and who I would like to draft. And we're looking at Elijah Moore, wide receiver from Mississippi. They have a history of putting out some very good receivers lately with A. J. Brown and DK Metcalf. So he's looks like another one in there. I forgot yeah. DJ Metcalf came out of first. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Asante Samuel okay. Jr. still there. Now even though I did I did pick um certain there, with the way our, our corners were, we could use another one. So that's that's awesome. That could be a look too. As well as mm-hmm. Darius Tony. He's another he's an option if we want another wide receiver. Or um, two players from North Carolina, um, diami Brown, another wide right receiver, but I look at him as being kind of comparable to basically what we already have with um, Jalen Rieger. So I probably necessarily wouldn't go there or Javante Williams, but that's a at thirty seven. I think that's a stretch, that's a reach to go for Javante Williams. We could possibly get him in the third round. So I'm going to go with I'm going to go with Elijah Moore here. Elijah Moore. The, um, Ooh. He can be dynamic, and like I said, with the pedigree of coming from Ole Miss with with those guys, if he can fit that role and go into the wide receiver room with Rieger, with Fogum, with Greg Ward, and you still have other speedsters and High Tower and Watkins, it could be it could be a beautiful thing. Yeah,
1: yeah, good pick. good pick. I like it. I like the pick. Good Pick, like Alex. It. What do you think?
0: Well, you know what, Sp, you made a good point there with the who's on the board. I mean, I saw, you know, more, I saw some other guys, you know, the, the, just like you said, a guy to Carolina. Um, there's a bunch of safeties on the board around that pick. But you know what? We, we went with the linebacker. We stayed with the defense. I think Howie's going to continue to go with the defense. And you know what? Not only that, I feel like. There was a there was a cornerback that used to play for the Eagles. He played for a couple other teams, but he did a lot of his work with the Eagles. And um, he was he was known as Mister yes, Pick sir. Six. So you know, since his 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 father, since his father was an Eagle, I think that that builds well for him. And then the timing lines up. You know, we slid out of that first, and then you know, I, I think because I didn't get a corner in the first round, I got to get a corner in the second. So I went ahead with Asante Samuel Jr. Okay, Mr. Pick 6 Jr. is going to be roaming that, back, that backfield, that secondary. And you know what the Eagles miss? We, we don't get a lot of picks, man. We, we, we used to be known for getting picks, and, and that's gone. So, you know, Jalen Mills is gone. You know, we don't have Malcolm Jenkins anymore. I think he slides in well with our secondary, and then it allows us to, to finally be yeah. a threat. We got a ball hawk again. Um, so these, these – Daniel Jones, you know, he'd be throwing dimes right to you. So, you know, it's good to get him – um, so I got um, the second pick in the uh, the second pick.
1: Yeah, the pick number 37 in the second round. Asante Samuel Jr. So, yeah, Alex, I followed your lead on this one. Um, and I double dipped, man. And, you know, now we go we, we, we can look at Philadelphia Eagles, one of their glaring weaknesses at cornerback. Now it becomes a glaring strength. And I'm going to tell you a reason for my picking of Santi Samuel and going back to that corners in this draft is because um, Jonathan, our new defensive coordinator, a lot of people around the league believe his defensive philosophy will be centered around the secondary. Um, So if you guys know, looking at Jim Swartz defense, it was centered around the defensive line, right? It was defensive line play, and it was safety play. So what we're hearing out of now is the biggest thing for Jonathan Gannon is going to be linebacker play and cornerback play. So um, if he can focus on those two groups with our D-line already and Anthony Harris and McLeod back there with Kayvon Wallace as your third safety, I like that a lot. I like it. A lot. Me so too. that's who my pick is, Asante Samuel um, out of Florida State. So we're going to go ahead and take a quick break, get something to drink, and come right on back. Yeah, welcome back. Welcome back, everyone, to Bird Game Podcast of C. Again, I'm your host, Les Jennings, with Alex Turner, Steve the Boyd. We're here doing our mock draft, the revised mock draft, Um, And this is since the Eagles traded down to pick number 12. So uh, in case you're just now joining the show, we're just doing the first four rounds uh, because those are what we think or what we believe will be the impact players for the Eagles. And that's not to say that you can't get starters and impact players in rounds five, six, or seven. I mean, hey, Trent Cole was a fifth-round pick, Jason Kelsey, the best center in the league was a sixth round pick. So, we're not saying that. We're just giving you our opinions and for this particular season. So, we're going to start there. Um, SB, we're in round three. Let you lead this one off. We got two picks in this one. Go ahead and give us both of your picks.
2: Okay. All right. So, let's see. We are at pick number 70 right now. And mm-hmm. I did not reach for Javante Williams. And that's a good thing because he is still here at 70. So this will give us that second running back that we were talking about earlier where we can slide Boston Scott into the third running back role, let him do third down or whatever. And think thing about Javante Williams is he did not wow me with his 40 time at the pro day they had recently, um, the, earlier this week. I think he ran a 4-5-5. Five, five. But that is okay because from what I've seen – an actual actually game play because he's a North Carolina Tar Heel and I watched a lot of their games this year being a Tar Heel fan. He, he can catch the ball. He can run. And mm-hmm. splitting carries and everything like that and being a, in secondary role would not be anything new to him because he and Michael Carter split carries for the last two seasons at North Carolina and were the most productive duo in college football. And probably individually, yeah. Should have been the either one of them individually could have been the um all ACC running back, but Travis Etienne got that honor probably because he plays for Clemson, and it was pretty much like school recognition. But I think Carter and Javante Williams pretty much both outperformed him individually, so that shows how good both of them were. And so you bring in somebody with that kind, kind of, he has football speed. He didn't have, I guess, the four five five forty didn't translate and. Straight line track speed, but he has football speed. I've seen him run away from secondaries and everything like that. And like I say, he's a good receiver. He can he can actually run in the chapels. He can read the holes and playing behind Miles Sanders, that'll be a good fit for him. And I thought I like that pick. It gives us some versatility in the backfield and knowing how the, if you look at the way the Indianapolis Colts use running backs, they had they used a lot of variety. So that's something that we can probably look forward to seeing with the Eagles this year.
1: Good stuff. Good stuff. All right. what, um, what about pick number oh, okay. yep. eighty-four? Yep, the- okay, yeah, we are doing it. Okay. Okay. Your so second, third round. Pick now,
2: at, at that point, hmm, I'm looking. Yeah, I thought we were going to swap, swap, Okay, but I'm looking at hmm, things that we need.
0: Actually, you know what? You know what, SB? You know what, SB? Yeah, let's do that. Let me, let me go ahead. No, and, let, um, let me go no, ahead and just say this.
2: No, mm-hmm. no,
1: because we, it, it.
0: Well, I was just gonna say, you know, great minds think alike, SB. So okay. I also went with Javante Williams. Okay. Um. So let me just go ahead and nick that in the butt. That way we can just go into gotcha. the second one. I, I think it's a great pick. I think it does slide, like you said, man. It'll slide uh, Scott to the uh, third string, which I think is perfect for him. Just like uh, let's <laughs> You know, it's it's a great it's a great move. I, I think it works well for him. Um and then we keep Scott and we have a a great because first of all, Miles Miles Sanders has been known to have a little nit. He might bruise up, miss a game here or there. Um so it's good to have him and he'll be on a rookie deal. So I think that's a great move. Um and then um, you know, I think overall that's that what you said about his um Williams speed. I think he does play better in game. I watched highlights. I think he it, it, he might have ran a 4 or 5, but like you said, I think it definitely looks better in game tape. Plus he he doesn't run like Miles runs. You know what I mean? He's a, he's a, he'll be a change of pace, so it won't even really matter. Miles can be the speed and let Williams
2: be that guy to get that first mm-hmm. down. Mhm. Good
1: stuff, good stuff. Uh SB, give me a pick give me pick okay. number 84. So at 84
2: for I'm lo- looking at and I see a player who is ranked as the 41st best prospect. And how he's still (laughs) on the board is kind of surprising to me. And this is a safety, Jamar Johnson from Indiana. And looking at that, I'm like, "Hmm." knowing that we're going to lose Rodney McLeod, we lost Jalen Mills, we're going to have to replace him. Getting somebody, this is a value pick. At 84, picking someone who was ranked at 41, his um, ADP score is 90.9. So if, if that was the case, and if he's available at that time, I would be running up to the board with that with that Jeff card. So Jamar Johnson, safety from Indiana. Nice, nice, nice. All right, Alex, what
0: are you thinking, man? Uh, so with pick number 84, I went a little different direction. You know what I'm saying? I like the safety pick. I don't think it's a bad pick. You know, I, I think that's a good pick, S.B., but you know what? I'm thinking of the fact that you know we we have been so bad at linebacker. I decided that, like you doubled up on on corner. I doubled up on linebacker because I want to make sure that position doesn't fail us. I went with the linebacker out of Kentucky. Don't know how to pronounce his first name. I want to say Jamin mm-hmm. you know I mean? mm-hmm. Davis. Linebacker out of Kentucky, and I I, I went there just to again he's. He's good. He, he he was a little bit of a one-year wonder. He had a really good season, and then you know with COVID, he didn't really get the ball out in the second season. So I think he's going to be a great addition. I think it'll lock us up linebacker-wise for you know in the next three, four, or five years. So I went, I doubled up on linebacker in that third round because he was there. I think the safety position is good. I, like like SB said. Or like Led said, I think the SB uh, the safety spot we got we got some guys there, but you know I, I want to see those rookies play, so I definitely went with Davis
1: out of Kentucky, with the second pick in the third round or the our second pick. Good in the Stuff. Third both round. of you guys, great stuff, man. That was yeah, that was a nice surprise there, man. That was a good pick, SB. Great pick. Um, I like your pick, the linebacker as well, Alex. Um, for me, I know you guys know I doubled up a cornerback. Um, so, obviously, this is going to be a defensive draft for me, and I'm going to stay on that side of the ball. Pick number 70, I'm going to take linebacker Jabril Cox out of the University of Louisiana mm. State. Nice one, nice one, <laughs> nice one. Ooh. A.K.A. LSU. Um, yeah, man, he just he's, – he, he, he's a thumper. He can do it all. He can get sideline to sideline. He can drop back in coverage. He can shoot the gap. Um, he's he's not as good as Micah Parsons is, but he's in that same category. He's just a tick below Micah Parsons, but he can do it all as well. And great value, um, picking at number seventy. So um, you get two corners, we get a linebacker Jabril Cox, and then um, I know you mentioned it earlier. We we'll pick my for me pick number eighty-four, which we received from the Carson Wentz trade. Disgusting, by the way. Um, What we got from the Indianapolis Colts, I'm going to take wide receiver out of the University of North Carolina, De'Ami Brown. Um, I just, you know, looking at his cut-ups, man, um, and it's crazy. Everyone knows I'm a University of Miami uh, fan, and I didn't even see the North Carolina and Miami game this year. (laughs) Um, But I was able to watch the cut-up from that game, and he just – has it all. Um, six feet, uh, I believe he was around two hundred three, two hundred four, something like that. But his game is so comparable to Terry McLaurin in Washington. He is just—I mean—the routes he was running, like he was running go routes, he was running post route. His post routes, he was smoking can.
0: Go. Um... They might get a tackle or whatever, I think they're going – I personally think they're going off inside of the ball. Um, I I went ahead and went with uh, my man out of uh, South Dakota State, K. Johnson, wide receiver. Um, And and I went with him for two reasons, okay? First of all, I watched him in his tape. Um, He he dazzled at the Senior Bowl, um, and and it was a key thing he dazzled at, his route running ability. Um, He was able to really – um, his out routes, his go routes, his his uh, hesitations, his his jerk in now, giving a little little stutter step. He it's very smooth. Um, again, we talked about this in the in the previous draft. This is a very deep draft class, very very deep draft class in wide receivers. So, with that being said, I think they go with him. And then not only that, he was. I don't know if he was teammates. I probably have to look it up. He probably was teammates with uh um with the Goddard because I mean if. Depending on the year, they either were one year together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Travis only be on the team mm-hmm. what two years, if I'm not mistaken. That's yeah. So that 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 would that would that would kind of line up. So I think because they they've got familiarity with that school, um, and then you know um, the two of them probably played together. I, I like that 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 a little a little sprinkle in addition. But um, I, like I said, he runs really good routes. He's not super fast, but I think he would be a good security for us if Fuldum doesn't work out. And Fogum ends up being, you know, he was on a practice squad. So if he cut, he starts playing back to practice squad level, which I don't think he will, but it's good to have that reassurance. And then you're almost guaranteed to get rid of JJ or of Whiteside, a white side, or you can go ahead and just say, you know what, we'll move him to tight end like, like uh yeah. Les talked about on a previous show. So I went with Cade Johnson and then you kind of have a reassurance of, you know, um, you got Rieger, Fogum, Cade, Ward, and then, um, you kind of can can keep JJ around and if he doesn't make it, switch him to a tight end. So I think that locks up the wide receiver, the um the group for us, and it gives us some insurance. Good, good,
1: good stuff. Nice. Uh as all we right, go so right in now there, but... in
2: this, this fourth round pick, I'm looking at defense. And ironically, all three players I'm looking at right now from the big ten, we have Benjamin St. Just, a cornerback from Minnesota. Justin Hilliard, linebacker out of Ohio State, and Rashad Wild Goose, another cornerback from Wisconsin. And looking at my draft, and like is uh, we haven't we have in my draft we haven't addressed a linebacker yet. Now, by the time you get to the fourth round, you're looking at eh, is he going to be that productive or not? But I think I'm gonna go ahead and go with Hilliard here, and like I said, I would that would put him in the. Linebacker room with the other young linebackers we have, and pretty much have some competition. So, yeah, Justin Hilliard out of Ohio State. Good nice. stuff.
1: Good stuff. Um, for me, man, pick number one twenty-three. Um, again, I, I mentioned it. You know, I'm going to stay on the defense. Um, and for, for for the listeners, the reason why it's a heavy defensive draft for me. It's simple uh, and it changes round five, right? like I take a backup running back and all that stuff. But um, for me, it, 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 it's a defensive draft because I really believe our offense will average 24 to 25 points a game. That's just what I honestly believe. Uh, I think last year, um, with Jalen Hurts got inserted, I think we were around 22, 23. Um, and that includes the lead, him leaving when, um, you know, we, we got taken out of the Redskins game for the infamous uh, – what do you call that? Uh, <laughs> y'all know what I'm talking about. But in any event, uh, for me, I'm looking at the defensive tackle position. Uh, we know Fletcher's getting older. Um, so we need that third and fourth – that third defensive tackle. Uh, even though Ridgeway will be back, um, I'm going Jalen – Twyman, the defensive tackle out of the University of Pitt, um, great game. He, he gets off the ball. He's modeled his game after uh, after Aaron Donald. If you get a chance to watch him, um, even if you just don't watch his cut if you just want to see his highlights, go check out YouTube. Uh, Jalen Twyman, defensive tackle, um, ninety seven for Pitt. He just he gets after it, man. So I would love to see him come in and be the third defensive tackle. Uh, to fill in and 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 rotate with Fletcher and Javon Hargrave. So, uh, those are my t- my my four picks. Um, those are Esby's four picks, and those are Alex's four picks. Um, hey, leave us a comment. And let you know and let us know what you think, man. Who do you guys prefer? You like my draft? You like Alex's draft? You like Esby's draft? Leave us some comments, man. Um, overall, we just glad that you're here listening to us, and we appreciate you showing us. Okay, Alex is gonna let you know um where you can find us at um on what podcasts what media platforms Alex Yes sir homie um you can find us
0: on Apple Podcasts Google Podcasts Spotify Podcasts or whatever platform you get your podcast check us out if you like what you hear you like just like Les said you like my my four picks my mock draft. You like Les's mock draft, or you like Sp's mock draft, or well, honestly, we could just we scrap all those and we could do it. I had another mock draft where I where we went straight QB factory. <laughs> and we drafted a QB <laughs> in every round. We, we can get that one rolling too for the fans if <laughs> that's what they want to see. But uh, but anyways, no matter who you like. If you, if you enjoyed the show hit us with a five star rating um, and then leave a comment
1: we love to hear back from the from the uh from the audience and from the uh, viewers some good stuff good spots. uh SB, anything you want to add yeah
2: just go birds <laughs> there's really nothing nothing to say nothing to hey, say absolutely
1: absolutely absolutely, absolutely good oh uh, yeah they did. let me,
2: Philly, let me Philly's yeah, opening a, day today, a 6 day, so let me check and if go, going go on right now. oh our bullpen blew it again, as usual. <laughs> probably yeah. losing. Yeah, top of the tenth. Nah, so We're the same 2-0 before we started the podcast. Now it's going to extra innings. So what did that tell you?
1: All right, <laughs> <laughs> hey, good stuff, guys. Good stuff, guys. So all the listeners, we appreciate you guys. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, we'll have some more content for you guys coming up in the next few days. Um, Again. We love you guys, and, and we couldn't do it without you, man. Thank you. Uh, but until next time, Bird Gang, we out.
2: Peace.
1: Go, Bird. This is
2: This kid's unbelievable. The way he prepares, the way he practices, and for this city, it's
0: unbelievable. That's been, it's been fun. As long as we don't screw him up, right? <laughs>